Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. Now, clear the track. Here comes Lack. Let's head down to Phoenix now. How about that? Goaltending is like the most important position you have, right? And that's one that you can't afford to mess up with. If I were Vancouver, of course, I would re-sign my best player. Marky has just shown so much growth and like really, really shown that he can play like a ton of games and play at a really high level, right? This is the Rod Peterson Show. Absolutely, it is. Clark was just asking if we're ready. I... I think we're ready. Are we? I'm not sure. How Are we doing? ever? How you doing, Moose? I'm great. We're as ready as we're going to be. I'm good, yeah. Happy Thursday, everybody. Welcome to the RP Show. Got some nice uh, messages coming in from the folks. Hello from Border, Manitoba. Hello from sunny Alliston, Ontario. Hello from Nova Scotia. We got news to get to right off the hop. It's Canada's daytime sports talk show, and we're coming to you from the bunker out here in Western Canada. And I got to say that I got my, uh, as you see, my Regina Red Sox bunny hug on here today. It's the first that I'm wearing it. Thank you, Brats. Woo! A little warm under here. It's a it's warm It's a nice one. day out there, too. Oh, yeah. It's a big bird day. Yeah. I don't know if you saw that I or didn't. not. That's good. First day that I drove the Jeep up here to uh, the show. And uh, loving it. But it's going to be a warm one. It's going to be a warm one. And, and fun today. You heard Eddie Lack there. My wife said, uh, who's Eddie Lack again? I said, Eddie is the very affable very lovable former goaltender of the Vancouver Canucks, New Jersey Devils, and Calgary Flames, who now sells luxury real estate in Phoenix, Arizona. So Eddie's going to be with us and uh, Bob Stoffer, the Edmonton Oilers radio guy, which is funny. I was jumped in my car, and I was headed back up here last night for the, uh, for the recovery hour, and I was listening to Bob on the postgame show, the latest Oilers win. So we're looking forward to chatting with Bob. What's up with you, Moose? Plans. We talked about sports trip plans. Six, oh, well, that's in my uh, quick is six. Is it? Yeah. Okay, we'll get so, to that. You know what? Usurping everything here, the breaking news, if you will, is why I was alerted this morning uh, from a friend in Toronto that, hey, you, our, our heritage minister, Lisa McLeod, has said, to paraphrase, I guess she had a media gathering this morning, the Ontario heritage minister, she says, basically, we're not even thinking about the CFL. Like, almost like, stop bothering us about the CFL. We're in the middle of a healthcare crisis here right now. And the quotes that I see are, she said, 5,000 fans a game for the three CFL teams at Ontario looks ambitious. I believe she said, I don't see it happening. And so I texted back my guy, and I said, but, 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 but. The Edmonton team president said yesterday that August 5th is a very realistic target date. That's why they selected August the 5th. He never wrote me back. The guy, my guy. Okay? Okay. So that's the breaking news, and we'll get into that. Now, the quick six show topics, please, Director George. Thank you. Oh, Wednesday NH- NHL leftovers. Why did I put my phone away? These were the leftovers that I have from last night's game in the National Hockey League. Uh, lordy, lordy, who's got 40? Oh, the Vegas Golden Knights do. 
How about that? Boom, beat down on the San Jose Sharks, 6-0 in the Shark Tank. How about that? They're going to be a tough out, the Vegas Golden Knights, Canada's team. Yeah. Thoughts? Pretty proud they are. What are they, 7 or 8? No, against the Sharks this year. And they they made sure to post it <laughs> because, of course, you go back to that tough series, the penalties. and They don't like each other. San Jose winning. Yeah, that series. They don't like each other. So uh, Vegas swept them, and that's got to feel good for them. Uh, my next one is you got to stop. You got to stop questioning Dave Tippett, okay? Dominic Cahoon scores in overtime for the Oil last night in Montreal. Did you see the news conference afterwards? And they said, why did you put out Cahoon instead of McDavid? And Tipp just... He's going to bite right through that lip before he leaves Edmonton. It's going to be gone. And he did you see his answer? Why not? <laughs> like, Oiler fans, go down and drop off your resume on Daryl Cates' desk at Rogers Place if you want to coach this team ahead of the guy that is coaching the team. Otherwise... You're going to run this guy out of town. What did I say when they hired him? I said, top three coaches in the National Hockey League, Dave Tippett. Yeah. I, had, uh, I said Babs was number one. Uh, Joel Quenville and Dave Tippett. And nobody really argued. Let him coach the damn team. They won. I can see if they lost. Why wouldn't you have McDavid out there in overtime? He's your guy. But you won the damn game. Water fans, woo. They're a little psycho. Who's Roy Waters? Do you, I don't know if you saw last night that uh, Marc-Andre Fleury got another shutout last night. Moving him past, I think, Roy and Roy Waters into this next level of shutouts. I'm like, who the I Googled him. Yeah, I, I don't know who he He was is. born in 1900. Wow. John Lynch would have seen him play. But you and I hadn't. No chance. Uh, tonight is what it's all about. Tonight is L.A. Kings at the Colorado Avalanche for all the marbles. If the Avs win tonight, it's the President's Trophy, which, quite frankly, you can have. We'll take the Stanley Cup, but I think that we, being the Vegas Golden Knights, yes. but I think, <laughs> I think Vegas would like to get the President's Trophy. Why the hell not? Here in, uh, what year is it, four? Why not? So, But that's going to be a big game to watch oh, yeah. tonight. And then point five is our Stanley Cup playoff pool. This is unreal. I didn't have anything to do with this. You guys all put it together. So in a minute, can you tell the folks? It's, it's gone nuts in less than 24 hours of being available. We were literally having a conversation. And Nelson Vo was like, what do you think about doing a playoff pool? I'm like, it's great, but you got to put it in your calendar to talk to me about this like two months ago next year. <laughs> so we can have some time to play. I said, no, we'll just do it. So I'm like, okay, well, at least do something on like office pools, make it a box strip, whatever. So he went ahead literally that day, put it together. We released it. And so we've got some great prizes available. It's free to enter. All our social media platforms have the link. I think uh, Clark's put it in the chat here on Facebook or YouTube, wherever you may be watching. Go to our Twitter feed. The link's there for the playoff pool. And literally, you just have to pick one player in each box. You don't have to know anything. Pick one guy in each box. And you'll be entered to win some RP Show swag, some prizes, and it's free to enter. And uh, it's going crazy. So it kind of was like a sitting around the coffee table. We should do a playoff draft. Do you think anybody will enter? How about that? How about that? 150 plus and teams are in already. And uh, it hasn't even been 24 hours. So, again, it's linked on our Twitter and everywhere you can find it. Thanks for playing. Uh, Point two. Holy smokes. I got to speed up here. NFL schedule release, the full schedule is out. And I do have to say this. 
I never even got, even when I worked in the Western Hockey League full-time for 17 years or in the CFL for 20, I don't get the excitement of the schedule release. Because my thing was in the CFL, we got to play 18 games. We've got to play nine at home, nine on the road against the East, twice, once there, once. It doesn't really matter where you throw them up. I don't get it. But in typical NFL fashion, they've made it an event because they are marketing experts. For instance, the Denver Broncos brought Peyton Manning out to be part of their schedule launch. Like, they always make it a big thing. And um, so I I see, because we know the Cowboys are at Tampa, we might go to that. Chuck, can I tell people that? Sure. Just the two of us. And maybe some contest winners. Right? Yeah. That's what we're thinking there. But the sports trip. We're going to have to spend more time on this later on in the show. But maybe a VIP uh, trip to, to win to come down to watch the Bucks and the Cowboys. And by the way, people are already asking, who are you going to cheer for, Rod? You're a Brady guy. You're a Cowboys guy. I was thinking about that this morning. Tom's won enough, okay? <laughs> it's the Dallas Cowboys time. So they will be winning in week one. Oh, and by the way, the Buccaneers are favored by 6.5. Of course. That's already out. That's already out. We haven't even looked at, we don't even know who's on the roster. (laughs) Not a clue. Favored by six and a half in week one in September. Meanwhile, so the NFL schedule's out, and I read this interview with the Edmonton team president yesterday saying, well, we hope to have the schedule out in a couple of weeks. You know, it's not easy with the needs and the wants of every team. And I'm like, because the NFL's is so easy. (laughs) Three times the teams. I don't. It's the warm-up for the Four Seasons Sports Palace. George just texted me and he says, starting Monday, come on down to catch all the NHL playoffs. Of course, belief. Four Season Sports Palace. Uh, 909 Arcola Avenue East. Point three, I won't spend a, as much time because we've already discussed the CFL thing. But as I was watching SportsCenter this morning, as Tour de Rod hit stage 187 today, pedaling away, I'm watching SportsCenter, and there's this long expose on the NFL schedule. And it's like Brady, Belichick will meet in week four. Newton goes into Carolina in week nine or something with the Patriots. And I'm like, yeah, you know, CFL training camps were supposed to open this weekend. It would be nice to have some coverage on the CFL, but they're not playing. They're suspended. And it just dawned on me like a light bulb went off. They don't want to pay the money. It's going to cost too much. It's going to cost them more money in the long run to not play right now. Because we're just getting bombarded with NFL, NHL, MLB, and the CFL is just so getting pushed to the back burner. It's just getting out of the conscience of the, the average Canadian. And that's because what we see on SportsCenter is not TSN's fault. What are they going to talk about in the CFL? So they're just, that was an ESPN story they carried for the love of God. They didn't even put it together themselves. So that's my thinking is it's going to cost them more money in the long run. But a lot of these business guys and presidents guys only look short term, short term, short term. That's how I think they're thinking. And I know you have some thoughts on that. It costs more money, and if you want to go away and not play, then that's a risk you have to that you're taking—a massive risk, right? We know it costs more money, right? But I don't think you know what people don't realize is if you're going to go away, your customers are gone. They're not just sitting there waiting to give you their money. They're booking trips to the NFL. Yeah. They're spending money on the NHL, buying RVs, buying RVs. A new customer. Costs five times as much money as retaining a customer you already have in terms of marketing dollars and getting them into the building. And when you have existing customers, you have a 60 to 70% chance of retaining that customer. But when you don't, you have about a five 
to 10% chance of closing a new customer. So the CFL's got a, a really steep road ahead of them. It's not going to be cheap, but I will give them the benefit of the doubt that maybe they've done this analysis and the extra cost that it's going to cost them to get these new customers back into the buildings, maybe that's cheaper than the money they would have lost playing, but I don't know that they've done that. You're saying it's going to cost more marketing dollars down the road than we would have had to pay to play this year, so let's just bite the bullet. That's what you're saying. So I said yeah. to him in the, his office before we got rolling here, I said, I don't want to surprise you with this. I'm going to bring this up in the quick six, and you're like, into here to get those exact numbers. Well, right? I knew that I knew the yeah. numbers were there, but I just didn't know how high they were. Yeah. So this is the uh, this is the yin and the yang of how we work together here, right? <laughs> exactly. I'm just skimming around here, zing, 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 and you <laughs> you're taking care of the details. Works great. It does. Um, point four: The Blue Jays uh, go for the sweep at the Braves. By the way, first pitch is in eight minutes, but you're going to stay here, right? Oh yeah. Point five: Deron Carter. Hired by North Palm Beach Prep School to be their director of player personnel and receivers coach. I wrote about this and mentioned it on my commentary today on Cat Country and Rock 98 FM. Rock 98.5 FM. You think Duran is this wild child with a spotty past in football, and he is all of those things. But he's also highly, highly intelligent. He's a tremendous coach. And I told the story of me and Duran walking onto the field in Mooseman. Saskatchewan, home of Dave Tippett, by the way. And this story was this. Duran and I were in Mooseman for another event. And the coach of the team, Dexter Mondor, DM me on Twitter. He goes, I'm practicing. My team's practicing this afternoon. Would you mind coming? And I said, yeah, but I got Duran Carter with me. Who, who, who the hell am I? Can Duran come? And he's like, you think he would? Yeah. So we went to the field and Duran walked right onto the field. I have photos of it because nobody would believe it. And he coached every single kid at all 24 positions on the field. Then he gathered the whole, we spent the whole afternoon with him. And he gathered the whole team together, gave them this inspirational rah-rah talk. And as we were leaving, I said, how, how did you know how to coach like that? And he goes, I've been coaching kids my whole life at my dad, Chris's camp all over Florida. And he goes, I could kick, coach the kicker. I can coach the quarterback. I can play every position. And then it was like less than a year later, he's picking off Bo Levi Mitchell and you know, Friday Night Football in October of 2017 at McMahon Stadium. So that he would go coach at North Palm Beach Pep School doesn't surprise me one bit. And for those of us that do have a past, and that's why, frankly, I think Duran and I are kindred souls. He's got a lot to uh, pass on to the kids. And when you can say, don't do what I did, kids, it's incredibly effective. It's incredibly effective as a teacher, as a coach. So I say bravo to Ron. When you saw the news, were you surprised? A, a little bit. The only thing I was surprised about, because I don't know him like you do, was what was in there, director of player personnel? Mm -hmm. You know, that kind of office, nine to five, administrative, keeping everything organized type of job. Because Duran seems like the free spirit, a little bit of like, I'm going to do bounce around, can't sit in one place too long, right? So taking care of the details and those things I could see being a thing. But the coaching, I get it. Can play every position on the field. And then he went out and did play every position on the CFL Successfully. Successfully. And was player of the week on defense. Unbelievable. So. So, yeah. He'll coach. And he has a ton of value to add, for sure. 
He's picked up a thing or two along the way, not only from his own athletic abilities and career, but from his dad, too. Right, and that's why Duran, we, Duran and I have sat and spoke together for hours. Duran, hours. And I'm just like, Duran, I know nobody gets you. I get you. And I think he's tweeted that, right? He's like, ah, somebody finally gets me. Yeah. So good for him. He's going to be great. Jeff Stamps. He says, a mere 40 months ago, Chris Jones and Deron Carter were going to take the CFL by storm. Here we are. I immediately get defensive about that. And I don't know that he means to get defensive about that. I don't know. Chris Jones is coaching at South Pittsburgh High School. They're on the field. Deron's got a job at North Palm Beach, Florida. And you and the CFL are doing what? Oh, and Chris Bird writes in from Toronto. He says, I spoke to someone today who personally knows and spoke to Randy Ambrosi. The commissioner says the CFL will get some kind of season in this year. Talk to us when you do. Uh, And point six was potential Jack Eichel destinations. They're saying LA Kings, New York Rangers, Detroit Red Wings, Vegas Golden Knights, and uh, Columbus Blue Jackets are the five Possible destinations for Jack Eichel. We may talk with Bob Stoffer about that when we come back, but I kind of doubt it. It'll be a lot of Oilers Jets. This has been the warm-up for the Four Seasons Sports Palace, and you're watching the RP Show on Game Plus Television across all 10 provinces and 31 states, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Hey everybody, Rod and Moose here. Breaking news. This important PSA is brought to you by Manscaped.com. This is your pubic service announcement and the news you've all been waiting for. The Manscaped engineering team has confirmed that they have successfully created the Lawnmower 4.0 trimmer, which is now available for purchase in the USA and Canada. Moose, we're here. We're holding it. If they don't believe me, <laughs> there it is. Listen. I've been using the Lawnmower 3.0 for what? A couple of months now? Yes. And I love it. What did I say in our last podcast? Chat about this. No cords, no clanky razors. You know what? This is handheld. It's sleek. There are no cords. It's got a 90 minute battery life and a headlight. Yeah. But you now have the 4.0, and I have Ooh. to admit I'm a little jealous. Oh, What do you like about yeah, it? Yeah, I'm excited. Uh, that's why we're doing this in the dark, so we can test out the headlight. It seems to be uh, not even that loud. Oh. Sounds loud there, but it's actually not that no, loud. It's, it's right uh, up against the microphone. I'm excited. So uh, we're gonna You get... want to know what's new about it? There was only one size trimmer on the 3.0. Now there are four. Oh. There's a travel lock. You ever traveled somewhere and your razor's been on the whole time, and when you get to your destination, your razor's dead? Mm-hmm. This has a lock on it, so that doesn't happen. There's a lot of other things here. As looks-wise, it's sleek, a two-tone matte and gloss finish. Even features a hot foil stamp black chrome Manscaped logo. But more important than that, it's got a ceramic blade and skin-safe technology, which alleviates those little nicks, those little bumps. Honestly, it will change your life, guys. And we're asking you to order now and join over 2 million people worldwide who trust Manscaped with this exclusive offer for you. 20% off and free worldwide shipping with the code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. That's fansided20 at manscaped.com. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, 
I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome back uh, to the program, everybody. Just ahead of Bob Stoffer. here's the breaking news of this morning. A second Canadian province that has not provided verbal approval to the CFL's return to play protocols. Lisa McLeod, Ontario's Minister of Heritage, Sport, Tourism and Culture Industries, said this morning her government has not yet provided verbal approval of the league's return to play protocols. More on that later, but I don't want to keep this guy waiting any longer. Bob Stoffer, our longtime friend, 630 Chet Edmonton, host of Oilers Now, Oilers Cutler. How you doing, Robert? Good. I see you have a University of Calgary football helmet and a Regina Rams one there. Is that to pay homage to Daryl Leeson, who is the best Canadian-born quarterback I saw in the 20-plus years that I covered in CIS football? Uh, no, it is a waiting for the U of A Golden Bears to send us a helmet. That's what that is. <laughs> you know what? Uh, they're not very happy with me these days. I was a little critical of uh, their quick decision last year to eliminate their season instead of fighting to stay alive. So uh, otherwise, I might be able, you know what? I might be able to make a call here. We'll see if Chris Morris can come through for you, okay? Well, I would appreciate that. Let's hope that they get onto the field. Bob, the number one question that came to my mind is this when I thought of this interview this morning. Is this the best Oilers team in your time with the club? 13 years I've done color, and the answer is yes. Uh, just to put things in perspective, right now the Oilers are 10th overall in the league, Rod, but since January 30th, and we're now talking 46 games. It's not like it's a short sample size. Edmonton has the third best winning percentage in the league. The only two teams that have a better winning percentage are Colorado and Vegas, and they, uh, they're they playing in a division, and this is something that uh, and I'm sure your fans know this. Uh, the Pacific Division this year has got three rebuilding California teams in Arizona that really fell off down the stretch. And uh, case in point, Vegas went 21-3 and against the three California teams this year. So, uh, you know, Colorado and Vegas are real good teams. Uh, you know, a lot of people would suggest they're going to be one of the two Stanley Cup finalists. I think that's a fair assessment. But the Oilers, since January 30th, have had the third best uh, winning percentage in the league. I realize they don't have the perceived depth that other teams have, but they have star power. And and you know what? Uh, sometimes star power can take you to special places, and that's what we've seen this season. Well, <sighs> fool me once, Bob. Like, I'm not sold on goaltending, and it, it was your Achilles heel. Man, you were in a best of five with Chicago last year, as you know. You will blow one game in the playoffs. You got to win two to get it back. You could do that against Winnipeg. I wouldn't want to risk it. Like, where are you on Mike Smith and Miko Koskinen going into the playoffs? Well, first of all, I'd throw out the Oilers' 7-2 and record against Winnipeg this season. Winnipeg's got Connor Hellebuck, the reigning Vincent Trophy winner. I think it has to be stated that even though Mike Smith outplayed Connor Hellebuck head-to-head this year in the matchups, logic dictates that Winnipeg's got the advantage in goal. They've got a reigning Vincent Trophy winner. So Winnipeg's going to be a tough out for the Oilers if they are indeed to win the series. I, I'm not one of these guys that's going to sit there and say, oh, the Oilers are going to win in you know four or five games. I think the series is going six or seven no matter what. Um and I think the Mike Smith thing, the one thing I respond to that, Rod, is is you know this because you know a lot of players throughout uh, Western Canada, specifically from your time in Major Junior, um, there is a cycle, a life cycle that takes place for players. And all I can tell you is I go to Kelowna every year uh, in, the, in the summer for a couple of weeks, and I, I, there are several people that work in the league there, including several former Oiler employees or owners or those sort of uh, types of individuals. Mike Smith was in dad mode last summer. 
And I, you know, I had an assistant general manager who was interviewed for some of the top positions in the league. He's with a really good club, like one of the best two or three teams in the league. He's, he's going to get a GM's job here in the next year or so. And he told me when we did our pro scout evaluation last year, we threw everything in the bubble out. And his team made it to the final four. And that's what they said. So, you know, Mike Smith's sitting there. He's looking after uh, his kids with his wife. And oh, by the way, we got to go back and you got to start hitting the ice in July to potentially play in August. He had a bad period and a half. That's what happened. And it was a best of five, not a best of seven. The Oilers were playing a Chicago team that knew how to win. Uh, say what you want. They still had at that stage uh, Jonathan Taze, Patrick Kane, Duncan Keith. Those are three surefire Hall of Fame players. The Oilers actually had a losing record last year against Chicago. The Hawks won two of the three games. And Chicago only finished 11 points behind Edmonton in the regular season. So I, I was not a guy that thought the Oilers were just going to walk all over Chicago. I said Chicago was all wrong for Edmonton. I didn't expect Pittsburgh to lose to Montreal last year, but I thought the Hawks could beat the Oilers. And I'm telling you right now, because I respect what Winnipeg's got, though we're not sure if Nikolai Ehlers is going to start, Rod, I, I think that Winnipeg is is a really good team. And I think that they're going to be a, they're a little light on defense. Edmonton's going to have to pound Pionk, and they're going to have to get to uh, – uh, Josh Morrissey, those guys are real good defensemen, but they're small. But Winnipeg's absolutely capable of beating the Oilers, and goaltending will be a significant matchup in the series. Pausing this freight train that is Bob Stoffer to drop in a comment from a viewer. Evan Dom, who is now the marketing and branding director with the Regina Pats, and we think the world of him, says, Hi, Bob, U of A sports information director emeritus. Evan Dom chiming in just to say hi. Well, that's because I'm one as well from 2000 to 2008. So uh, I, I worked a lot with Evan's father, Rob Dom. Uh, Alberta had a 900 winning percentage the last five years there. And, and you can see when programs are elevating. And when Rob took that program over in 94-95, uh, the Bears missed the playoffs. And it took him a couple of years through recruiting and that sort of thing and putting in structure and process uh, to, to really get Alberta back to, to being a preeminent program in the country. And he he won three national titles in his seven years. You know, Rod, you asked me, is this the best Oilers team? I'm in year 13 with the Oilers. Um, I, I did 13 years with the Golden Bears. They won six national championships in those 13 years, and the three best teams they had never won. You know, it was a very different situation in the NHL, uh, to, to say the least. But what I would say is structure and process. Uh, you know, you, you brought up Buffalo. You had a texter just before I came on talking about the Sabres and where Eichel might go. The Oilers might have gotten a little bit lucky here. And I'll tell you why. Two years ago, nobody thought Edmonton was going to be in this position right now. Bob Nicholson interviewed 12 to 14 people. You broke the story on Ken Holland coming to Edmonton. You were the guy that was the first guy to say Ken Holland's going to be the next GM of the Edmonton Oilers. Edmonton went with experience and contrast that with Buffalo. They've gone with inexperience and it's just been a carousel of absolute failure. And now their top guys want out and contrast that with Edmonton where the Oilers top guys, McDavid, Drysdale, and Darnell Nurse are driving the team and thoroughly engaged. And some of that has to do with bringing in a veteran general manager in Ken Holland and a veteran head coach in Dave Tippett who put in structure and process in the team's game. Edmonton's got the best power play in the league two years in a row and a top 10 PK as well. Yeah, but I like what you said about the best team doesn't always win. I'll be thinking about that (laughs) for the rest of the day. But on the goaltending thing, it was Connor Hellebuck against Cam Talbot last year. Who would have thought... Talbot would win that first-round matchup in the Jets and the Flames. And you said the Jets have a good team. Well, I'm not even sure they think they have a good team, especially without Nikolai Ehlers. Bob, you watch the games. I feel like their confidence is shot. 
and uh, it's getting kind of late to get it back here in time for the playoffs. Well, they got one game left, right? They play the Leafs, and who knows who those team, teams are going to go. I'm, I'm going to concede I think Winnipeg's got a good team. I actually thought the start of the year, because I'm not the biggest Patrick Liney fan, um, to me, he's a little bit disengaged, and you got to be committed to play. You know, they went and, uh, you know, they made a deal and they got Dubois. And I'm like, wow, look at the strength they have down the middle between Shifley, Dubois, and Adam Lowry, who you know well. And um, I thought Winnipeg would be better in the regular season, but part of it's just been the way they've closed. I mean, they've got just two wins in their last 11 games. I say throw it out. I, you know, I'm not saying throw out Edmonton's 46 game run, but I would say throw out an 11 game run at the end of the year when Winnipeg was fairly much home and cooled in the playoffs. So um, I think they're going to be a, a tough challenge. And don't forget last year when the Jets lost that series to uh, to Calgary, they lost uh, Mark Scheifele in the second shift of that series. And and you know what? Matthew Kachuk was in Blake Wheeler's head opening face-off of that first game. He challenged him to a fight. And you can see the look on Wheeler's face. And the Flames physically pounded. With, they, they, they got in the heads of the Winnipeg Jets from the get-go. And then Kachuk got a piece of uh, Scheifele on the injury. And it was all downhill from Winnipeg at that point. Okay, so from our viewers, John Ohm, Ohm, watching in Winnipeg, says, love this guy. Bob, you rock. He says, go Jets, go. He says the Jets will have to find a way to defend McDavid. From Patrolman Pete in Winnipeg, he says the Jets didn't back into the playoffs so much as they dragged their rotting carcass into the playoffs. And I say this as a Jets fan, could you get into number 98's head? Is it possible McDavid's head? Yeah. Um, Number 97. I'm thinking of R. Connor. I'm thinking of R. Connor Bedard. Sorry. 97 McDavid, yeah. Your Connor Bedard. Your Connor Bedard's pretty good. I mean, I I saw Dylan Gunther play seven regular season games of the Emmett's Oil Kings, and he got completely overshadowed in that U18 by Bedard and obviously Shane Wright. Connor McDavid, uh, you know what? It's funny because, Rod, I know we've talked about this privately off the air. Like, we have Wayne Gretzky traveling with us. This is the first year we didn't travel for the broadcasters in the 13 years that I've done the game. Wayne's been around the team a fair amount the last three or four years. He's very gracious with his time. I've had a lot of conversations with him about Connor, about, you know, where is Connor relative to relative to the lexicon of stars out there? Um, I don't think we've ever seen a guy this advanced, this fast, this skilled. The only way you can get to McDavid is if you layer him defensively. Uh, you have to take away his ice through the neutral ice area, and you got to really limit the amount of gap you give him uh, once he does get past the, the first set of forwards, or uh, you know through the set of forwards. And then in terms of the defense, they can't give up too much space because he can beat you. I'll be intrigued to see how Dave Tippett deploys McDavid and Drysaddle. Do they have them each on their own line? I think that is going to be the case to start the series. But McDavid has just—he's uh, owned Winnipeg this year. He's, he's good friends with Mark Shifley, and for whatever reason, he elevates against Winnipeg. That's a fair, that's a good question by the texter. Can they handle McDavid? They didn't do it in the regular season. Playoffs are a different animal. There's fewer penalties called. That plays in a Winnipeg's advantage. Everton's over 2.5% better than anybody else in the league of the power play this year. So in the fewer penalties you take against the Oilers, the more it's going to help you because the Oilers can kill you with the extra man. Oh, it's going to be exciting. It's going to be very exciting. Hey, can you take a stab at our poll question? Who's going to be the next coach of the New York Rangers? Our options are Gerard Gallant, John Tortorella, Mark Messier, or other. But that's literally just throwing three names in the air. Any thoughts on that? Yeah, from Imperial Saskatchewan, the move they should make, they won't. But the move they should make, Chris Knobloch. That's the guy. He's touched all the bases, right? He's he's coached in junior. He took Kootenai to the Memorial Cup. 
He lost his job in Kootenai because he wanted the University of Alberta job, and Kootenai was cheap at the time and weren't paying. He ended up uh, in Erie. You know the story. The Oilers, the Oilers loaned Sherry Basson a lot of money, and, and Chris ended up first junior coach in major junior history, four straight 50-plus win seasons. He's been an NHL assistant with the Flyers. He's coached the Rangers farm team the last two years. That's the guy. That should, and how do they play when he came up this year and replaced David Quinn? They couldn't score before he, he'd replaced Quinn. Then they beat the, the Flyers 9-0 in the first game. The guy breeds offensive confidence, and he doesn't screw around and play mind games with players. He is today's coach. That's the guy that they should hire. Chris nice, nice answer, Bob. And by the way, not only... I'm not sure they lost a game when Knobloch was coaching. For sure, they won way more than they lost. Joe Lazito's watching in New York, and he says, regarding the poll question, Jim Dolan will want the appearance of a home run and hire Messier, but in my opinion, they'd better be, be better off with Chris Knobloch. Clearly, Dolan doesn't listen to his people, so we'll see. But I'm with you, Bob, on uh, Knobloch. Listen, man, we're following very close. I was listening to you on the radio yesterday. Uh, keep it up, man. I always enjoy our visits. Reach out anytime. Take care. All right, bud. Bob Stauffer, 6.30, Chad. Oilers color man and the host of Oilers Now. Chris Knobloch. Off the board. How do we not even bring that up? Going off the board with that one. I like it. I'd like to blame somebody, but I'm just as bad as the rest of you. But nobody else brought it up either. (laughs) Wasn't in the New York Post suggestion of seven of coaches that could take the the spot, but makes a lot of sense. Should we take down the poll? We might have to. By the way, he's from here. The Rectangle. Chris Knobloch from Imperial Sask, which I think is right in the middle of the rectangle. I'll look it up in the break. Yeah. Sports update. When we come back, you're watching the RP show on a Thursday. We've got breaking news this morning. We'll get to that in a moment. You're watching on Game Plus TV, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now back to the studio with Rod. And Moose DuPont and the entire crew. By the way, we looked up Imperial Saskatchewan, the home of Chris Knobloch, who might be the next coach of the New York Rangers. And indeed, right in the middle of the province on Highway 2. Yep. On the way up to PA from here. And you blow by. It's on the way to Humboldt if you want to go that way. Yep. I think he's going to be the next coach of the New York Rangers. How do we miss that? That's why we have the experts on like Bob Stoffer. I'll get to the, uh, well, here's the news. Stuff's going crazy today. A second Canadian province says it has not provided verbal approval to the CFL's return to play. Lisa McLeod, Ontario's heritage minister, said today her government hasn't yet provided verbal approval of the league's return to play. Last week, B.C. government officials offered a similar sentiment following a television report that all six provinces where CFL teams reside had verbally approved the league's return to play protocols. The league has since pushed back its season start to August 5th and reduced its number of games to 14. Meanwhile, CFL training camps were supposed to open this weekend in a normal year. Jack watching in Alberta says, breaking news, Doug Ford just extended the stay-at-home order till at least June 2nd. I just don't really feel like kicking this back and forth like a football. Like somebody said, maybe we play out west and just kick off the year because of this Ontario thing. Oh, wait a minute. What did BC say? Like, 
It's bubble or nothing, bro. And so it's nothing. Mike Horrigan writes in and says, good afternoon from the 905 to the best sports gab fest going these days. Thank you, Mike, in the 905. That's Southern Ontario Golden Horseshoe. Want some happier news? Always. The Toronto Maple Leafs and Montreal Canadiens will open their first playoff series in 42 years, May 20th at Scotiabank Arena. How about, the NH- How about that? The NHL released its schedule for the opening round of the 2021 playoffs today with the all-Canadian Scotia North Division starting its series a couple of days later than its U.S. Cousins. Playoff action in the All-Canadian Division kicks off next Wednesday when the Edmonton Oilers host the Winnipeg Jets. The regular season ends the same day with the last of four matchups between the Vancouver Canucks and the Calgary Flames. Actually, they're playing tonight in a what we'd like to call a friends and family game. Only friends and family care for the Vancouver. It's not a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Vancouver needed an extension to its regular season after 11 of its games were postponed due to COVID-19, the outbreak within the uh, team. Uh, Moving on, the Kamloops Blazers are back-to-back BC Division champions and for the first time ever recipients of the REMAX Cup. The REMAX Cup was created for the regular season BC Division champion of the Hub Centers, which were staged in Kamloops and Kelowna. The presentation of the REMAX Cup marks the conclusion of an unprecedented campaign in the BC Division, which included rigorous protocols to ensure the health and safety of all players, staff, and officials involved. By the way, the Kamloops Blazers, Darren, went 18-4 and to top the BC Division. Now, remember last year we had Mark Recchi on, one of the owners of the team. Remember how devastated he was? That they Because they were maybe going to be a contender last year. Right. He's like, well, at least we'll be back next year to play for the Memorial. Whoops. Yeah. Awful like, what tough. a terrible time to contend. Saskatoon Blades, Winnipeg Ice, Kamloops Blazers, yeah. Edmonton Oil Kings. Ah, woosa. The Blue Jays continued their dominance of the Atlanta Braves following a strong night at the plate by Teoscar Hernandez. He hit two homers and drove in three runs, and Toronto beat the Braves in Atlanta 4-1. Jays improved to 5-0 and against Atlanta this season. And let me check the update, because they are playing right now. 2-0 Braves. Bottom of the first inning. The Saskatchewan Rattlers, member club of the Canadian Elite Basketball League, is excited to announce the signing of import forward Jakanen Gant. Ahead of the 2021 CEBL season, this will be Gant's first season in the Canadian Elite Basketball League after spending the last two years playing professionally in the NBA G League and the Korean Basketball League. And Michael Bradley had a goal and an assist. Josie Altador also scored. And Toronto FC beat the Columbus Crew 2-0 in Orlando for Coach Chris Armas' first victory with the Reds. Meanwhile, Minnesota United has earned their first win of the season. They beat the Vancouver Whitecaps 1-0. This sports update for the Tap Brewhouse and drive Through Liquor Store. And for Red Bull Canada, Red Bull gives you wings. Jeff the Stamps fan says Rod is really trolly today. No, you're just extra upset because the Flames missed the playoffs. He's defensive. 
Mike Blackbird in Toronto says, I'm tired of being tired about the CFL's return to play. John Ohm in Winnipeg. Ohm says, play the CFL in Texas. Texas is open for business. Who said that? Yeah, I don't know. Months ago? If you missed the quick six show topics, I said to Moose and to you people that it will be more costly for the CFL to not play down the line. It's going to cost them more money to come back. I was talking to a guy, CFL guy in Alberta yesterday, and he goes, oh, we're going to have to rebuild our image after this. It's going to be a massive effort because we haven't played. We're out of people's mindset. It's going to cost them more long-term than if they just bit the bullet to play this year or, you know, found a way to play, like go down to the States and play like Toronto FC is doing in some of these. That's just my thinking. Do you want to recap what you said about that for those that missed it earlier? Because I think it's a key point. On the marketing? Yeah. Well, the costs. It's, just, it's, it's so expensive. So when you go away, you lose your customer base. And it can cost up to five times as much money to market and sell and acquire a new customer as it can to retain the customers you have. Five times more money for new customers. And when it comes to retention, the customers you have you're about 60 to 70% likely to retain them. New customers trying to sell them, your chances of success are about 5 to 15%. So it's really tough. You know, you want to protect the customers you have. It's easier. It's cheaper. You've already invested into them, right? When you go away, everybody's now a new customer in the CFL. We're all new customers. So you hope that they've thought about this and that the costs of acquiring those new customers are less than the money they would have lost to play, but it might not be the case, and that's the challenge they're facing right now. It's a big challenge. We'll take a break and come back with viewer takeover. So fired up, wherever you're watching across North America on the Game Plus TV network, shoot us a text message on the Prairie Mobile text line, 306-840-8777. Prairie Mobile is your authorized SaaS Mobility dealer. Whatever you want to talk about, We'll talk about after this break. And by the way, Eddie Lack coming up in hour two as well. The NHL, great target. You're watching on Game Plus TV, YouTube and Facebook Live, and 24-hour sports talk for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Listen live. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now, back to your host, Rod Peterson. Welcome back. It's Viewer Takeover. And we're, it's getting real fun. It's been fun all morning, but now is where we turn it over to our viewers in the Viewer Takeover. Sean McCormick's watching in downtown Toronto in the Game Plus studios. And he says, now would be a great time to market to the younger audience, too, for the CFL with all of these stay-at-home orders. Younger people are home, and sports betting has never been bigger. (sighs) On that, I'll just mention this about our Stanley Cup playoff pool. Here's the read. Starting Wednesday, which was yesterday, the RP Show will be hosting an NHL playoff boxes pool. Your entry into the pool enters you into our giveaway for an RP Show hoodie and mug. Entry is free. You don't even know, need to know anything about hockey to enter. Just pick one name out of each box and you're set to go. 
Entries started yesterday, so keep an eye out on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram for the link to enter. Nelson, there you go. Nelson, our uh, Vo, our content creator, tweeted some of the best names. Darren, what did you oh, have? One that you, uh, you, I just was looking at the uh, list of entries, and I'll pull up what he did, what he said. But there's a team in there called How about that? Like how, about how that? awesome? How about that? Is that that we've got a team name called How about that? Here's some of the. Uh, the uh, best names that have entered in our hockey pool. Disappointed Flames fan. <laughs> Jeff, is that you? Habs or Habs not. I always beat producer Clark is a name. Leafs out first round. <laughs> Mr. Bacon and the Baconettes. And my favorite's coming up. Ryan Smith's mullet. <laughs> That's the one. And Toffoli's cannolis. Are some of the, just some of the better ones. You know what? I'm going to let Nelson pick it or we'll let somebody around here choose. I'm going to go find some sort of prize at the end of this and send it to the team with the funniest name. Whoever's got the best name, we'll pick the best. We'll each pick one. We'll do a poll one day of who has the funniest name, and we'll give them a prize. Viewer takeover to the Prairie Moel text line. We go. From Ray in the Six, Kitchener, Ontario area. He says, Rod, the Argos, Ticats, and Red Blacks are going to have a hard time to get going in Ontario. We just found out we are in lockdown now. To the second week of June, the CFL is slipping away. Our dude from Chip In checking in live from the airport in Connecticut. Give them a follow. Chip In, business partner of Nick Lewis's AO Sports. We're all over the place. From uh, Joe Lazito, he's watching in Long Island right now. He texts us from the 516. Jim Dolan is all about the show. He's the founder and CEO of the uh, Rangers conglomerate there in New York. He says, hiring Mark Messier will give him the back pages of the newspapers here in New York. But how does Messier teach the God-given attributes he's known for, like leadership and intensity? He can't. The Rangers have a ton of young talent, and Knobloch is the obvious choice. As an Islanders fan, I hope they hire Messier. Because <laughs> Think about that. It's a good point. Leadership. He wants them to hire Messier because he don't think it'll work. Leadership and intensity, it's hard to get other people to take on leadership and intensity, but leadership and intensity are two things that make you a really good coach. Yeah. Joel Azito, yeah. I do think uh, the inexperience, though, could be an issue. Knobloch would be the... I'm kind of sold on Knobloch now. We all are. Let's hope Jim Dolan is. Uh, by the way, Joe Lazito was telling me that as an Islanders fan, they used to make fun of Ron Duguay when he played for the Rangers. And I said, just, just stop it. Haters going to hate. Yeah. I, I didn't even like the Rangers, but I love Ron Duguay. Oh, yeah. From DG in Saskatoon. Morning, guys. I got curious and looked a couple months ago. Liberty, Saskatchewan, located about 15 miles south of Imperial, is the center of the NHL's Bermuda Triangle. It is essentially the exact same distance from Rogers Place, Scotiabank, Saddledome, Bell MTS Place. They need a sign at the edge of town. That's from DG in Saskatoon. I named this province the Bermuda Triangle of the NHL. And so I was thinking about this the other day. When the Oilers play the Jets, we could literally do this when they're flying over our heads, right? Oilers going to Winnipeg. Hi, Connor. (laughs) McDavid. What? But, hi, Connor Hellebuck. They're going over our heads all the time here in the Bermuda oh, yeah. Triangle of the National Hockey League, where we live, right here. But the actual center is Liberty, Saskatchewan. Did he say Liberty? 
Allie in Edmonton writes in, and Allie has sent some pictures of uh, some mini sticks, old wooden mini sticks. She says, hi, hi, RP Show. It's Allie in Edmonton. Thanks for the WHL CFL bubble info. These are Pat's, these are pics of classic Pat's mini sticks and autographed we have in our office. The late Doug Wickenheiser, Jari Hell, and Ron Flockhart. Thanks for keeping it real. We enjoy all the topics of discussion. By the way, Connor Bedard is going to go number one overall in the 2023 NHL draft. Last two Pats to have that honor. Doug Wickenheiser and Greg Jolly. It's happened. Uh, next hour, Eddie Lack and more of this back and forth. The second half kickoff is coming up after this break. You're watching the RP Show on Game Plus Television Network. Head to YouTube.com slash The Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit RodPeterson.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. 